Dude, Iron Banner again? <laughs> it's the final week. But did I'm probably not going to do it. I don't know. It has pinnacles, but I don't know. I don't really need the pinnacles. This... I just feel like Iron Banner... Just it's been like it feels ended. like it's been like every other week. I feel like we've had it six times now. I think this is the only the fourth though. Or third? Third. Yeah, this is the third time. Damn, dude. I just I don't know. They they need it as much as I thought it was kind of a disappointment and kind of annoying, they need to bring back faction rallies. Oh, absolutely. Like Did we raise 1.6? I got my okay. Galaxy Fit in the mail today. Nice. Fit E. Nice. Have you been going to the gym or have you been slacking? I've been slacking. I need to stop. <laughs> I need to stop going or I need to stop slacking? Stop slacking. Sorry, I've been slacking though <laughs> on food, so my nutrition. Which is like literally yeah. probably the most important thing. Yeah. The official cookbook. Cookbook? Yeah. <laughs> for Bungie. What? Yeah. What a cook- cookbook for Bungie? What? Yeah. For these looking to add more Destiny books to their collection. We are very happy to what announce. What the fuck? The official Destiny, Destiny, the official Destiny, cookbook. the official cookbook? <laughs> Volume 3? What? <laughs> awesome of course there's fried chicken insight editions they, they, they cook the corn the, the kernel how do you how do you cook them? like oh fuck they cook the kernel <laughs> like fuck like, come on now it's like he's our mascot god damn it that's funny it's just scrolling back up and I was like wait up what's this inspired by characters and locations seems really expensive I guess, like, video game cookbooks are, like, a thing. Or they were a thing, like, a year or two ago. Uh, yeah. I can understand, like, anime. It's like... I mean, anime is like, I think known. I think it all started with Skyrim. Like, that, once they had started, like, that, having, like, recipes and stuff yeah. in the game. <clears throat> that I could see. Yeah. I, I could see, like, RPG games like that, but, like, Destiny, like... I know, right? Like, when's the last time you ate in Destiny? Yeah. I mean, that would actually be kind of a cool thing, but, like, I guess... With... The only thing I can think of is the ramen shop. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we've only been there once. Yeah, well, I think it was only once. Three, two, one. Greetings, Guardians, and welcome to the Voices of the Vanguard. Today I have with me Sully from Sully Games. Say hello, Sully. Hello, Guardians. And I'm going to put my keys over here, and we're going to do the show. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this week, um, I'm trying to put some, I'm actually trying to figure out a format for the show, because we've just been talking about 12 the whole time. Yeah, I like the topic and, thing that you sent me, so. Yeah, I used to do this for my old show until I stopped, like, really doing it. <laughs> like, I used to do this all the time, just make up, like, topics. No, I, I really like it, because it would, it gives us something to talk about, and we don't have those episodes like we did, like, last week, where it was, like, just, I think it was, what, 18 minutes? Something like that. Uh, yeah, it was pretty short. So this week, um, I wanted to talk about, first off, the uh, Season of Undying. Uh, so yeah, just like, what, what are, what's your thoughts on the season? What's your review of it, basically? Okay. Do you, do you want me to give that now? Yeah, you start, you start. Uh, just like, start the conversation. Uh, 
I mean, I think it's been one of the worst seasons by far yeah. that we've had. Um, but the one thing I will give them credit for with, we did get it with the purchase of like Shadowkeep. So like, because what Shadowkeep was forty bucks, I believe, or was it thirty? Uh, Shadowkeep, I think it's thirty American. Okay, so it's you got it with the purchase of Shadowkeep. So I will give them credit a little bit of slack for that, like with um, the content. But I mean, other than that, I mean, the Vex offensive is completely pointless. Like, other than if you want to triumph, like the uh, the seal for the Undying seal, like there is no reason to do. Vex offensive whatsoever. Like, they've could have done... They could have just had, like, an exotic to be able to drop from that, and even if it was just an exotic they brought brought back from really, your yeah, one. Yeah, honestly, there was no exotic <clears throat> tied to that like, thing at all. And just make anything. it a random drop to where, like, there's a reason to grind it. I mean... But other than to get your power engram from it, like... Yeah. No, there's no need to go in there and play, and it's really not that enjoyable. It's super easy. Um, definitely, I thought it was a letdown. I was really excited for it when it was being talked about and being uh, brought into action. And I'm a big fan of like horde mode type games, modes, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, this is boring. Like, there's no point. So hopefully, it's very boring. We see some better content coming in the next season. So, what are your thoughts? Yeah, mine are pretty much up there with you, easily the worst season. Um, like, even season of The Drifter, I wasn't a big fan of, but that at least had some story implications with The Drifter and, like, The Nine and all that. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But this, like, it was it was, it was was nothing. Like, the Vex Offensive is, is a, an easier version of the Menagerie. Uh, it's brain dead easy, <laughs> like yeah, it really is. You can just get carried through it like no problem. Um, like the first and second stage, there's no difference between the two other than there's just more oracles to shoot. I guess no, they call them oracles, but whatever. Um, yeah, the like the added addition of like the champions and stuff. Like I don't know, you, you'll sometimes group up with people and no one will have the the weapons on, like the right weapons on yeah. for that because uh, they're grinding out whatever they need to grind out. <laughs> so that's like pretty stupid I, I didn't do the final assault but from what I can tell it's basically the exact same thing they just swapped out the the enemy type um, and it's actually even easier because the enemy has less health <laughs> like Hydra's yeah. offic- like have less health in inventory so it's just not yeah it's just pointless it really yeah but it's, it's, really, luckily, it's really disappointing it, it wasn't an additional cost that did come with Shadow Keep, so like that's where I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm not super complaining about Season of the Undying just because like it came with the purchase of Shadow Keep. And the but thing is that is that this um, isn't what's to come the with thing, the next two seasons. The thing about um, the final assault, though, I, I I guess this is why some people were hyped for it. I knew like I had a feeling going in, it wasn't going to be anything different other than a boss swap. Um, that was just a feeling I had. Yeah, no, I, I was um, actually kind of right there with you. But the reason why I believe people were hyped up for it was because behind Okora, they're building the Vex Gate, right? Mm-hmm. 
and everyone's thought is like, oh, they're going to use the Vex Gate. We're going like, are Vex going to come in? Are we going to go somewhere else? Is it going to be a different location? Uh, but no, it's not. <laughs> like, I I wonder if they're going to keep that Vex Gate around and use it for something else. Like maybe um, something else will happen at the end of the season. But like, I have no idea. I if yeah. if, the, if that is if that Vex Gate was only for that, I I I feel like that's just like a, a lost they, opportunity. They do actually mention that in Twab. <clears throat> It's the uh, the impact of your victory has not been made clear just yet, but in time mm-hmm. you will learn more about how this will further evolve the world as we translate into the next season. So maybe we see a little bit more. We kind of get a more of an understanding of what yeah. what's going on with this Vexgate. But yeah. yeah, I hope it's not yeah. just for those. Yeah, I think it's going to lead into something <laughs> for the next season or whatnot. So. Yeah, so I guess um, other than the Vex Offensive stuff, that was pretty much the only thing for the season other than the, the, the pass, season pass. Yeah, I think there was, I think we got, what, six new legendary guns? Yeah, we got new, new exotics and, uh, and then we two, got... two new legendary guns from the uh, season. Did we get two exotics from the season? Or just one? Uh... It's kind of hard for because me to discern what's the yeah, exotic from this season and what's Shadow Keep. That's what, yeah. That's why it's so confusing to kind of like break. I know for sure we got one exotic, and that was Leviathan's. Maybe it's Levi- Leviathan's breath was the exotic for the season. Yeah, I know for sure that was. I don't know if Xenophage, if that was. I think that was Shadow Keep. That and Monte Carlo was probably Shadow Keep. Correct. I have no idea. It's... Yeah, so we'll say we got one exotic. Yeah. So yeah, it's been pretty disappointing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah like, I, I mean, it's... and I said, they could have tied an old exotic from D1 and put that into Vex Offensive. And yeah, a lot of people were talking been... about some of the old guns, like Vex Mithra class and stuff like that. Yeah, Fatebringer so. was another one. I know a lot of people were hoping maybe that they saw. Emego Loop? Yep. So what else? Uh, Vex Offensive, Final Assault, uh, Lack of Future Roadmap. So, yeah, I was I was actually watching Kakis, uh HD. Okay. And he made a really good point about how... Um, there's no future roadmap. Like, last year, we actually had a roadmap for all three seasons. And I don't know if, like, they're intentionally just, like, leaving... Like, they're trying to keep stuff secret from us? I or... think I think they are. Because yeah. I think with on how they're trying to make, like, the Destiny universe, like, evolve throughout the season, I don't think they want to necessarily maybe give away something. Mm-hmm. So like, because we do know the next season, correct? They'll be just on the name, the season of dawn. Okay, so like they they probably just don't want to try to give away hints to what could be happening throughout the season. Would be my guess, and they want to try to keep everything secret. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't yeah, really have an issue. The only with reason that. I could, yeah, that's the only um thing I could think about is they just want to keep it a surprise. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have... uh, Especially since, like, they're doing a lot of teasing. Like, we saw in the, like, one of the Vidocs, it's like, fix the timeline was one of the things. And it's, like, got everyone speculating. And yeah. I think that's probably what they're trying to do, but it's just a, you know... And the, I think a lot of... lackluster season of Undying, it's, yeah. a, it's a little, like, concerning, but... No, I agree, but I also think sometimes, like, when you let information out there and, like, the general public has it, and especially, like, for, like, Destiny lovers, oh, yeah. like, we yep. sometimes, you know, kind of overhype things mm-hmm. in our minds. Like the, like the Vexgate? Yeah. And 
then we're let down. So I think sometimes kind of keeping things quiet to like the last minute possible and announcing what it is, I help. I think that kind of helps eliminate the possibility of people over hyping something that they think a ten dollar value content should be, you know. $30 because we know about it and we just kind of on Twitter we're all talking about what to expect and then most of the stuff doesn't happen because I mean it's $10 worth of content it's not a new DLC it's not going to be you know Shadow Keep it's not going to be Forsaken mm-hmm. so I, yeah. I think it's planned from Bungie so <laughs> yeah um like I, I didn't mind Season of the Forge or Opulence. Like I thought those two were pretty good. So if we get something like that uh, in December, I wouldn't be. I'd be. I'd be pretty happy with it. Same. I think honestly, Season of the Drifter was actually fairly good. It was just that they made us. They forced us to play Gambit so much. And Reckoning. Yeah. Where it was like I don't like... mind playing Reckoning. Like I kind of like I like the third tier. Yeah. But doing that. As many times as they want me to do it, I'm not doing that. Because, like, spoilers, like, that whole, like, quest line with the Drifter, like, choosing the Vanguard, or choosing mm. him was fucking awesome. Like, I thought that was, like, a really cool storyline, like, to be able to, like, I thought there was some pretty good stuff there, but it just wasn't fleshed out as much for me. Like, yeah. Um, like, I thought there was a lot of cool backstory with the Drifter and, like, where he came from and, like, um how he has trust issues and stuff. Yeah. Like, all that kind of stuff was really cool. Yep. Um, I don't know if you've done both sides or not. Have not. Have, Have not. not. Well, it's kind of like, it's basically like the same ending. Yeah. The only real difference was um, that Drifter ended up calling you a snitch in Gambit and that you got enhancement cores throughout that season if you picked uh, Vanguard. Okay. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, what else? Uh... What 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 are we what have we been grinding for? So I don't know. I'll start off so you can put your mind to think about what you want to say. Uh, <laughs> but for me, um, I've been grind. I've actually been trying to grind out uh, Luna's Hal this season because I feel like uh, the Crucible is the best it's ever been in a long while. I feel like the the or well, I know the the single player. Uh, Glory matches are pretty good. Freelance mode. Yes, I agree. Um, I don't know if you're still here or not. I am. <laughs> okay. Um, but I'll keep going. Oh, wait. Oh, I think you might be bad. I'll keep going. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm only on the part... I only need to do, like, two or three more things. Uh, like, do quick play matches and then get 100 headshots. And then that's pretty much it, because I'm already at Fable 3. I got the Mythic 1, and then I lost a bunch of matches, and I'm back down to the Fable 3. So, um, yeah, surprisingly, I'm grinding for something that's not in the season, but uh, something that I feel like I have a better chance at getting. No, I agree um, with you on that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, because that freelance comp was easily the best thing that was added in Shadowkeep. Like, I mean, for people that aren't, like, really good at crucible and pvp they now have i think a chance to go out and get some of these uh comp weapons and especially if you don't have people to play with like you're able to hop in 
and you can. It's, yeah. it's pretty easy. It siphons to get off recluse. all the people that are like really good at PvP, yeah. basically. Uh, like at least in groups, because they can coordinate. And while yes. you're on your own, you can't really coordinate. Agreed. Um, so yeah, I think it's definitely um, the best time. Yeah. So what have you been up to? Uh, really, I just been kind of grinding. I got recluse. Mm, so I already say that. Grinding that. Um, now I think I'm just really. I'm gonna try to grind out the uh, undying uh, seal. I mean, there really isn't a weapon that I'm trying to grind for. I think I'm gonna just try to grind out and get that seal before it's too late, and I don't have a chance to get it. Yeah, I just need the weapon kills, and I just need the uh, the undying kills. Um, Same. Like I feel like I got a good uh, like. A good weapon from each, or well, like I have, I have a good role for like the good weapons already. So, like subjunctive, I have a pretty good one. Uh, uh, ancient gospel, I have a pretty good one. So, you know. Um. So yeah, let's hop into the twab this week. So as you've mentioned already, uh, festival of loss has been wrapped up. Um. Season pass holders can join Vex Offensive and transmit uh, the finished portal from the tower to summon the and defeat Undying Minds from different timelines. Impact your victory has not been made clear yet, but in time you will learn more about how this will further evolve the world as we transition to the next season. Uh, and then solar shifts. So next season they're shaking up the solar subclasses. Uh, they're reworking uh, the ability uh, some of the subclass ability trees. Um, I'm going to skip what the devs say because we're going to talk about it anyways. There's a lot. Uh, so Gunslinger, Way of the Sharpshooter, Bottom Path. Um, so traditionally, Way of the Sharpshooter has mostly been used in specific PvE activities, almost exclusively paired with Celestial Nighthawk. We wanted to move Way of the Sharpshooter to be something the players want to choose more often for a wider range of abilities or activities. Uh, to do that, we needed to differentiate both the golden gun, three shot, and six shot. Uh, for three shot, they've increased the auto aim distance and reliability when aiming down sights. Hallelujah. Right. Uh, <laughs> as it fulfills the role of long range accuracy for six shot, we shorten the damage fall off range to emphasize short range uh, gunfighter role with a lot of kill potential. While it still can perform at longer ranges, it may take an extra shot to get the job done. Uh, so you want to use that for more close range PvP from yep. it. Which I think that's uh, the PvP subclass anyways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so blah, blah, blah. We've all, uh, we made other changes to the way that allow to help keep its potency, like adding new explosive procs knife that can stick to surfaces and detonate when enemies pass uh, nearby. That's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, it's kind of like the trip mine. Um... All up, we want uh, Way of the Sharpshooter to feel more active and rewarding for players who can fill the uh, role of a sharpshooter by taking down enemies with accuracy and precision. Uh, new weighted knife. So high damage knife uh, throw with a long windup. Travels at high speeds, bounces once, and does extra damage to the head. Precision shot, final blow recharge the melee completely, and will do one hit precision final blow in PvP. Finally. Love it. It's an ad <laughs> that they've needed for a while. Yeah. For sure. Um, 
practice makes perfect quality of life uh, lasts longer but gives a bit less energy per, se uh, per second precision hits grant two stacks I don't remember what practice makes perfect is do you? Uh, I believe it increases uh, reload speed doesn't it? I don't know <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> new knock them down, precision, final blows. Increased weapon stability and ADS speed. Timer starts at 10 seconds, but any additional final blow assists can increase it up to 25 seconds. Casting your super with this buff above 20 seconds consumes the buff and grants extra damage. Does not stack with Celestial Nighthawk. It increases super recharge rate. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, line them up. Old perks from the crowd pleaser are now part of this week. Are part of this perk. Golden gun can cause precision damage and precision shots generate orbs of light, which is pretty cool. Uh, Sunbreaker, Code of the Devastator, Middle Path. Uh, Titans who adhere to the Code of the Devastator want nothing more than to crush their foes with smoldering hammers. Uh, we want them to see live their dreams. Uh, when our data indicated the subclass was underperforming in PvP, we decided to make a few changes that should. Uh, enable it to be more competitive. The Roaring Flame perk uh, has received a significant buff to its bonus damage, and the buff now lasts 25% longer, making it easier to build and maintain stacks between encounters. Uh, the base damage of Throwing Hammer melee ability has increased. Nice. Uh, it is now very lethal in PvP while you have Roaring Flames active. I wonder if that's a one-hit when you have Roaring Flames active. I've actually been seeing a lot of people here lately actually running that in PvP and in PvE, like when I've been running strikes. So. Uh, yeah, the, I think there's something that, like, oh, it's the, uh, the season. So, like, you know how each, uh... Oh, yeah, the subclass thing. Yeah, you yeah. need, uh, melee kills and, or, like, <clears throat> solar melee kills. So, like, if you throw your hammer, that counts as a melee kill. Okay, that's probably why. Yeah. So then you just run up, pick up your hammer again, and throw it. So, like, it's a really fast recharge on your melee kill. Um, or melee abilities. Yep. Uh, so, in addition, once you throw your hammer lying, and it's lying on the ground, you don't have to get quite as close to pick it up. That's pretty cool. Yep. Finally, we tuned the super in a number of ways. The starter's burning mall now lasts longer, giving you more time to use it strategically instead of spamming the slam button. Uh, and then in parentheses, Titans. All we want to do is smash, right? Right. <laughs> uh, we also <laughs> increased the height of the heavy slam explosion. Nice. So the super should feel much more potent against airborne enemies. That's the gist of it. But here are more details. So before I say that, uh, the, the hammer, I kind of want an exotic that will, like, bring my hammer back to me. Like, oh, like uh, Thor. Like Thor. <laughs> yeah, I want to, I want to be Thor. I don't know if <laughs> that'll break Honestly, that's entirely. a good idea, I think. Honestly. But yeah, I want I want to have like the ability to get it back somehow like, yeah. without running up to it. No, that would actually, um, and that would make that subclass, I think, more people would use it more just because in PvP, like. Yeah, I just don't want that to be broken, you know. <laughs> I guess yeah, that would. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So here are more details: throwing hammer increased impact damage from 100 to 120, increased hammer pickup radius from two meters to 3.5 meters. I'm surprised they're using meters. <laughs> it can't possibly be miles. That's way too long. They're way too large to be miles. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, <laughs> adjusted hammer throw animations to fit a more damaging attack. Alright. Probably longer wind-up. Uh, Roaring Flames increase the damage bonus from 10% per stack to 25% per stack in BDP. And increase duration from 15 to 20 seconds. <laughs> this might be <laughs> the next uh, bottom tree. <laughs> it might be. It increased the duration from 21.2 seconds to 28.5 for the for the super. Light attack uh, reduced the light attack energy cost from 5% to 3%. Adjust the animation so that it flows seamlessly into chained light attacks without stopping. That's cool. Heavy attack, ground slam attack now detonates when it detects enemies above it. Detonation radius was increased to make landing attacks more consistent. Increased energy cost from 6 to 8. So there's your downside. Uh, so here we go. The Domblay, Attunement of the Sky, top path. Uh, with Attunement of Sky, we wanted to push its air superiority gameplay further. Uh, when we initially released this path, its movement capabilities were tuned around the original Destiny 2 gameplay experience, which was much slower and more deliberate without positioning. However, over time, this movement uh, needed to adapt to the new sandbox. We want to give you the gameplay experience that the fantasy begs for. Flying Angel who can maneuver with grace and destroy its foes below. Uh, now, before we get started, I wanted to touch on one thing. To accomplish our goals, reworking the air superiority role, we needed to differentiate between the two downbreak paths uh, from one another. As as such, we reduced the speed at which the burst glide accelerates players in daybreak. Uh, we know this is a controversial change, but we wanted to reserve air superiority gameplay for a two minute sky, and the burst glide speed was blurring the lines between both daybreak paths. Uh, Icarus dashes while in daybreak have increased speed and thrust to recapture the burst glide uh, gameplay for those running air superiority path. We hope that while this change is different, you still feel as fast as before. Uh, but with maybe a bit more expression behind the speed, the rest of the changes are below. So I don't really use Icarus dashes all that much. Like, I never really use uh, the Dawnblade. Uh, I do know, much. like, Dawnblade. I know a lot of people say that was probably easily the most OP uh, yeah. subclass, maybe, in PvP. I mean, definitely right below Bottom Tree Striker. Yeah, because you can get your super... Like, anything that got your super back while you were killing enemies was... Yeah, and just be able... Like, good. you flew so quick across the map, too. Yeah. So... Uh, so new, Celestial Fire, it's a melee, send a spiral of three explosive solar projectiles, uh, heat rises, rework, consume your grenade to extend glide time and dramatically reduce the in-air accuracy penalties for weapons. Uh, Winged Sun, another rework, fire weapons, use Celestial Fire and throw a grenade while gliding, airborne final Blows grant melee energy and extend the duration of heat rises. Uh, Icarus Dash. Like, there's a lot of these abilities that I just don't even use, you know? Um, so, Icarus Dash rework. Tap Crouch twice to dodge in midair. Uh, dodging in Daybreak accelerates players farther and causes less super energy while under the effects of heat rises. Add a note, due to the nature of these reworks, Wings of Sacred Dawn received a buff where it gains 15% damage resistance while Tome of Dawn is active. Uh, there are a whole swath of changes we're working on. 
to extend beyond these three subclasses. Most of the solar subclasses had some tuning and some non-solar subclasses got a bit of quality of love or quality of life love. We hope that with these changes you feel energized playing any solar subclass regardless of activity. And then uh, final how, you know, Iron Banner's coming back, so complete your stuff. Yay, Iron Banner. <laughs> Again. Gotta love Iron Banner. <laughs> Again. It just seems like, because it happened... Yeah, I guess, I mean... It's just been two weeks since we haven't had it, so... I don't hear you at all. <laughs> You're stuck. Really? It's funny, I switch over to this, like, server, and you're still having issues. Yeah, I'm even at a ping out of 23. Huh? Hey, you're back. Am I? Yes. Alright, cool. Yeah, I don't know. Do you want to repeat what you said? Uh, I said it's been uh, two weeks, I guess, since we've had, or this would be the third week since we haven't had Iron Banner, because I was on vacation. The last week we had Iron Banner, that's been two weeks now. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I guess it's about that time. But it just seems like it's been <laughs> so frequent. Yeah, it does, it does feel like that. Uh, so gaming and giving. Uh, this is about Bungie's uh, foundation, iPads for kids program, and ch children's miracle network hospitals. Uh, game to give. In three weeks, they ra or we all raised uh, $1.6 million. Uh, 40,000 plus donors, 5,500 streamers who support the campaign across 104 countries. Uh, yeah. Very nice. Good, good, good stuff. Congrats good work, guys. Uh, so let's move on to the, maybe the weirdest bit of news here. Um, so those for looking to add more Destiny books to their collection, we have, we're very happy to announce that Destiny, the official cookbook... And Destiny Grimoire Anthology Volume 3 are coming in 2020. That cookbook. Uh, in... <laughs> I just want to know what's in this cookbook, because there's not a lot of food in the Destiny universe. Uh, I mean, obviously chicken and yeah, ramen. Chicken. Ramen, yep. That's about it. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> and raisins. Uh, so in collaboration with Insight Editions, author Victoria Rosenthal, Destiny's first official cookbook is filled with recipes inspired by the characters, locations seen throughout the expansive universe. So it's inspired by the characters and the locations. We're going to get, like, Ikora's favorite food and, like, Astromir's favorite food. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of how I am. Here's how you make Vex milk. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Destiny Grimoire Anthology Volume 3 is coming in 2020, next edition of the popular Grimoire series. I have the second book I haven't read it yet, though. I've read half of the first one. <laughs> I need to finish reading. Uh, these stuff will be available in the Bungie store and booksellers, or other booksellers. Uh, stay tuned for more details. Uh, tip of the, so next update, uh, Tip of the Spear. So, uh... Destiny 2 on Stadia. Sweet Destiny 2 collection launched oh, on Stadia. Lovely Stadia. <laughs> Did you hear what I, I had to say about Stadia? <laughs> I have not. Okay. <laughs> I have not. I'm sure it was wonderful. Yeah, there was just a lot of 
Yes. A lot of stuff. There's a lot of issues with Stadia, surprising. I know. Mm, yeah, they're just talking about Stadia. I can skip past yeah, this. Yeah, because I don't think... Stadia's not that important. Yeah, I don't really see it being that If important. you're listening to this or watching this and you have Google Stadia, please email me, thomas at charshot.com, and tell me what you think about it. <laughs> That's all I know, like, who actually has it and listens to this, so... Uh, PC migration for Staken licenses since Destiny 2 launched on Steam last month. We've monitored from players, provided feedback, PC migration. A thorough investigation we believe we resolved the issue, which was preventing a subset of the PC players from transferring their Forsaken licenses. Uh, players who previously encountered this issue should just reinitiate uh, migration at their PC move page. Uh, thankfully, I did not run into this issue. Uh, I don't think I don't know anyone that actually did. There might have been like one or two people. That I've seen that I. Yeah. Let's say two known issues listed below are emergent issues being investigated uh, investigated in Destiny Two. The Mita multi-tool catalyst will not drop for players who win a competitive Crucible match at the Legend rank if they are playing with clan mates and the Catalyst Seeker clan rank bonus is active. Uh, well, to that mitigate sucks. this. Yeah, that really sucks. <laughs> like, imagine getting the legend, and then, like, you're just playing with your clients. It still doesn't drop. Uh, uh, we recommend that players seeking this catalyst play solo or team up with friends who are not in the same clan. <laughs> Alright, guys, I need you to leave the clan. <laughs> and this will win a game. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, black armoring keys cannot be used or deleted if the mysterious box has already been completed. Uh, some players may experience an issue where blank items from the Festival of the Lost are taking up slots at their Postmaster. Ooh, that's a good... That's... I should check on my candy and stuff and see what's up with that. Yeah, uh, for the latest of... Okay, yeah, so for the latest issues, just visit their known issues thread. And they are active. And... Really active on that form. And that's, that's about it. That is it. Then we'll get to TWAB... On Wednesday, or no. So I'm gonna guess we're gonna, yeah, on Tuesday we're gonna get the TWAB. The TWAB. Yeah. This week at Bungie, TWAB? Yeah, that's every Thursday. Yeah, next week we're getting it on Tuesday. Oh. It's Where does it say that? At the end. Oh shit, I didn't even read that. <laughs> yeah, because Thanksgiving's <laughs> next week. Oh, yeah, next week. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, unless you have anything else to say, I guess we'll just end the show here. So. No, I'm good. I'm really hungry right now, so... Yeah, I have my <laughs> dinner sitting next to me this whole time. So, I'm ready. Um, Sully, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter and on Mixer at Sully underscore underscore games. And you can find me, your host, Thomas, on Twitter, CSG Thomas. I'm also on Twitch, Kane Play Stuff. Uh, you can email me, thomas at trashat.com. Also check out the Trashat Gamescast, where me and a couple friends talk about the video games we've been playing. And the things going on in our lives. <laughs> and we're also, on, <laughs> we're also on Spotify, so you can check us out there. It's pretty cool. Leave us a review on iTunes. And until then, guys, eyes down, Guardian. Very nice. Very nice. That was a good episode.